everybody. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today for Handling Life Positively. My name is Chris Walchuk. I am so happy to be here with you today, and I'm so happy to be here with my buddy, Raheem Skinner. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, uh, my name is Raheem Skinner, and I'm happy to be here this morning. Excellent. So we'll tell you just very quickly a little bit about ourselves. So uh, we work together uh, in terms of presenting all sorts of webinars and seminars. My background is in counseling originally. Um, I then took a slightly different route. I went the corporate route, spent some time in human resources, um, and then really have spent the last 18 years mostly working with employee assistance programs and training companies, um, providing training and coaching on uh, various topics. And I've got to say, this is absolutely one of my favorites. Raheem, you want to give a little, little bit on you? Sure. So same here. So um, I've been in mental health uh, close to 22 years. Um, I've done uh, different facets. So I've worked directly with people with uh, all types of disabilities. Um, I worked in corporate mental health, um, which is exactly what it sounds like, the unstable world of mental health and the unstable reality of corporate life together, um, meshed together for an exciting tenure. Um, uh, now I work with uh, a team that uh, helps our most severe and persistent mental illness uh, citizens, and I find great joy in that. Excellent. Awesome. So we are both so happy to be here with you today because, listen, the last 19 months have been uh, quite a trip, haven't they, Raheem? Indeed. Indeed. Uh, speaking of unstable, right? If unstable was a time period. Right? Absolutely. Well, I don't know if you can even think back to March of 2020, when this all mm. happened and, you know, the whole world kind of blew up and, and everybody just kept thinking, oh, it's going to be a few weeks, a month That's or right. two, it, it'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, this thing just kept going and going and going. And I know you, like myself, have been doing lots and lots of webinars on all kinds of topics, helping people adjust to, you know, this kind of an environment. And quite honestly, it's been a time because we've our, our lives have been so disrupted where it's so easy to just be negative, right? I mean, right. that's kind of the status quo. Um, and and to, to say, yeah, but um, we're not going to go that route. You know, we, we still have so much to be grateful for. We have so many great things that have happened, even over the course of some of these horrible things that have happened. Um, but sometimes we need to be reminded of that. And, and I hope that we can can do that. You want to add anything to that one, Raheem? Or no, that that's perfectly said. It's uh, it, it's really trendy to talk about you know the struggle and how you know the the year sucks in essence, <laughs> and and every day sucks. And 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 part of that is true. It's not it's not invalid to think that I've had a rough year in 2020 or 2021, yeah. um, or I'm having a rough day, and that's not the gist of what we're saying you know even in spite of that rough day you know we're, we're here to try again in the next few minutes or the next hour or even tomorrow you know yeah. so that's kind of the the, the over uh, lining theme of uh, being positive or handling life positively absolutely and and i love how you just said raheem you know every minute every hour every day because that's really what it is i mean it, you know it, it's so easy when when we're going through challenges to just kind of throw the hands up in the air we're the helpless victim right and poor that's me right. blah blah right and and right. we can't right i mean yeah to, this moment may not be great but the next one can be better and the next hour can be even better and when i wake right. up tomorrow it could be even better right that's right 
Yeah. And that's really what we're talking about today is, is you know, how do you do that? Because that's not always easy. Um, you know, we, we, we certainly would never make light of what the last eight, 18, 19 months have been like. We, we all know people who have lost loved ones, people mm. who have lost jobs, um, you know, lives just kind of been turned upside down. But even in those darkest of moments, I mean, we could always find that little bit of light, right? And and that's right. kind of what we're, we're here to do and hopefully share with you lots and lots of um, ideas on that one okay where do you want to go next Raheem maybe a little history on positive psych definitely let's do that okay awesome so so we were both psych majors in college and back then back then when we were psych majors in college really um if you studied psych it was all about disorders right it was it was a disease model just like medicine you know is is a disease model and back in 1998 martin seligman uh who was a psychologist out of the university of pennsylvania with another group uh, a, a group of psychologists um started looking at a new way of looking at psych. You know, although there is absolute necessity for the traditional view of psychology, this whole area of positive psych is really more thinking about, hey, you know what, most of the time I'm pretty okay, but could I be better? Could I be happier? Could I be more positive? You know, what are my strengths, my virtues, and and how can I thrive a little bit? And so that's where that field really kind of took off. Um, and since that time, we've been seeing lots lots of work being done, right, Raheem, right. in, in right. you know the field of positive psychology. Um, and what we love about it is. Um, you know, some of the things that we're going to be talking about, people might, you know, kind of look at and go, oh, yeah, that sounds cute. Yeah, go smile at somebody and you'll feel better or something. That's but you know what? But there's research, right? There's research to right. back all this up. It's scientific. All right. <laughs> so yes. it's it's all scientific. And um, it yep. studies have just shown, you know, I, I know people are pretty familiar with if you fake smile, your body will start to have a reaction, a, psych a physiological reaction to even fake smiling. Um, and so there's all types of research on uh, being positive. And it's not just a bleeding heart thing. It's it's a real scientific cause and effect. Um, the same way we know that there's a link between our thoughts and behaviors, um, there's a link between positive thoughts and uh, which enact our positive behaviors. And it's contagious. It's just like yawning or smiling. Uh, we start doing it and we can change the space we're in. And so there's a precedent for it and there's just a, a need uh, for it, especially with the uh, previous 19 months, you know. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I love how you just mentioned the fact that it is contagious. And, and that's why within organizations, it's so important for us to be talking about this. Because think about it, we work in very close quarters, you know, whether it's physically in an office or even remotely, we're on screens together all day long. Sure. Um, but we're interacting with each other all the time. And, and you know, positivity and negativity are very contagious, both of yes. them. Yes. And, so if, if we don't watch the negativity where people are just kind of naysaying everything and, you know, this is horrible, this is terrible, um, we're going to bring down large groups of people as opposed to lifting them and, and raising them. So right. so important that we, uh, you know, kind of take hold of that. That's right. Definitely. Excellent. All right. Do you want to start us off, Raheem, talk a little bit about positive thinking, how it can help us and uh, and how do we do it? How do we get sure. to change the thinking? Sure, sure. So positive thinking, it helps us uh, solve problems, um, set goals. And a key in that is 
taking small steps, right? And so if we're having a bad day or we're dealing with grief, you know, we can allow ourselves to recognize grief as an emotion, right? And say, you know, it's okay to process this, to be hurt, to feel a loss in our lives. Um, we also want to take steps to make sure we don't stay there, you know? Uh, and that's by appreciating the life that we lost if we're talking about grief that's appreciating uh the days before the trauma um the days to come after the trauma even you know because we talked about uh life getting better in the next minutes in the next hours the next day weeks even um and it's that hope that is the the reason for um positivity you know we know hope is coming back again and we can hope that we'll feel great again um and again, those starts with small steps and it, it just gives us a fresh perspective, right? Um, um, talk about loss uh, during the pandemic. Um, I know I lost like 30 people that I knew uh, and I actually wow. stopped counting. Yeah, that was at the beginning of this year. And that's from associates to family to friends, friends, wow. family, things like that, right? And so uh, very easy and totally understandable if I wanted to be in my my uh cocoon of 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 lowness you know and i think i would have been justified and i did visit it for a little while you know and then, then i thought you know if anything that says that this life is very uncertain it's very short and to value my time with my loved ones and so i went out and started making small efforts by texting right by calling and just saying, hey i talked to you in a while just checking in don't want anything if you got two minutes that's it and i'm out of here you know yeah. yep. and I, I felt a lot better focusing on those opportunities that that express life and joy than the loss you know uh yeah. even though yeah. i still hurt you know i was hurting and all that stuff but those things really help and those are really small steps that again helped somebody else that was probably feeling the same way and just a quick text and just a smiley face kind of boosted that up through that small step and those small acts and so that's what um positive thinking is about you know what what's the silver lining uh you know simply put in this situation yeah, well, well, thank you so much for sharing you know, your own personal experience with that, Raheem. Like that's a yeah. lot of people, you know, and a lot of, and people, a lot yeah. of experiences, right? But, yeah. but again, you know, one of the, the the takeaways I got out of what you just said is you reached out. You know, because it's so easy when we're feeling really challenged, when we're feeling really down about something um, to just stay in our own heads. Right. And, and, and that's not the place you want to be, because usually that's going and taking us to that negative place. And, and you know, just that quick text or, or, you know, phone call or whatever can really make a huge, huge difference in terms of, you know, boosting that that, you know, feeling that you're having at that moment and then the next moment and then the next moment, right? And right. we just said, it's like you said, it's those small steps That's and right. you just keep building on those things. Well, so so we, as you were talking to Raheem, the other thing that kind of came to my mind is um, self-talk. Um, mm. You know, do you talk to yourself? Uh, more than I should. Yeah, me too. My, yeah. my, my kids have actually, I sometimes do it out loud. Yeah. Um, and my kids have made it very clear that is not cool. So I, I, I need to work on that one. Uh, but, but I ask that question in a lot of my classes and, and, you know, usually you get a lot of people going, oh my gosh, yes, always, you know, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then you get a few going, no, I don't do that, you know, because they're thinking mm -hmm. like, that's, you know, this is a trick question, isn't it? Right. You're like, I shouldn't be doing that. But, you know, you can call it self-talk or just paying attention to our thoughts or whatever. But look, we all go to that negative place sometimes, you know, right. whether it's a reaction to something that's happening or be legitimately we've had a lot of stuff and, and it's just kind of taking us down. But when we start paying attention to that self-talk and recognizing, um, 
hey, I'm going there again. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to that worst case scenario, which again, that's kind of a survival tactic that we all have, right? That's what's mm-hmm. kept us alive and, and safe for this long is, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Let me prepare for that. Right. But unfortunately, we get stuck there sometimes rather than saying, okay, I'm ready for the worst case scenario. But now let's look for that silver lining. Let's look that's for right. the best case scenario. And so sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that. But if we're not self-aware, if we're not even paying attention to that self-talk or the thoughts, um, we don't think we need to change anything. We don't need to pay attention to something. And, and unfortunately, we, we can lose out there. That's exactly right. Um, I see patients with anxiety and, you know, again, add validity to your thoughts. You know, I've got, they're trying to go to sleep at night. They've been at work. They've managed the children. They've managed their relationship with their spouse or partner. And then they go to bed and their mind is racing. They've got a hundred things to do. And one of the first things I say is, you know, talk to yourself. You know, you're in the bed, you're ready to go to sleep. Tell yourself that you deserve a restful night's sleep because of the things that you accomplished today. The things that are waiting for you to do tomorrow will be there whether you worry or not, you know, so you might as well get some rest, allow your body to rest, congratulate yourself on a day well done and close your eyes and and just think about the things that you've accomplished versus the things you have yet to do. Because if we all look at our laundry list, we've got decades of work to do, you know. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. (laughs) But but, you know, everything that you just said, I love that because really what that that's very hopeful, right, that that we have control over our brains. You know, we, we don't have to just keep beating ourselves up or feeling bad or whatever. There are things that we can do to to be more positive, right, to to kind of refocus our minds. I know, you know, something that I have started doing, I, I, I did it on and off for years and years and years, um, and that is meditation. You know, we talk about it in a lot of our, our sessions. Every time I heard of something, I tried it and all of that, but it, but it was never really a habit for me um, until the pandemic. And I really started realizing, you know, it was easy to go to that negative place. And I started meditating more and more. And I am proud to say that I have been a daily meditator for all of 2021. Yay. I know, right? That's a a big deal. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. But you know what? I think that that all those years that I was kind of doing it here and there, I was doing it the I was thinking of it the way a lot of people think of meditation. Oh, you have to, you know, sit on this cushion or on the floor. You have to be cross-legged. You have to be chanting something. It's got to be perfectly quiet. You need X period of time. You need these perfect conditions. And, you know, then you'll be able to meditate. And when I try to create those, it never worked for me. And so, Typical hands up in the air, forget it. This isn't going to work for me. And then when I started, I, I actually got some apps. That's how I got started on this. I downloaded a few apps on my phone. In fact, I have oh, I have about five or six of them, but four key ones. Okay. Um, and and I, I'll just share them with you guys because you know if anybody is interested in meditation, I think this is you know uh, these are great resources. So Headspace is one, a very popular one. Uh, a lot of people have probably heard about. Calm is another one. Uh, Insight Timer. And then one that I found uh, about a year and a half ago that I absolutely love, it's probably my favorite, is called 10% Happier. 
and they're all free to download on your phone and then they give you some free stuff on it right you get a certain amount of 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 free meditations but just like every other app it's like yeah but if you want the rest of the stuff unlocked you got to pay for this and i never wanted to pay so finally this year i said you know what i'm really starting to make this a habit let me do this let me unlock these things and i happened to get some great deals like 40 50 percent off of their normal cost because they run between like 75 and 100 bucks a, a year right. um so i i got them for like half that price so i got calm and i got um 10 happier had everything unlocked Rahim, if I tell you I was like a kid in the candy store, it was just like, oh my gosh, I never knew about that. I, I'm going to try that one and I'm going to try that one. And suddenly I just got introduced to this world of meditation that sometimes it's as little as three to five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Other times it's much longer, right? And there's so many different ways of doing it. And I really, I, I had always talked to people who meditated in the past and anybody who did it on a regular basis would swear by it. I mean, they mm-hmm. absolutely said what a difference it made for them. And now I know what they're talking about. Now I really know what they're talking about. Definitely. And, and um, that that's amazing. And then while we were talking, I downloaded 10% Happier because I like good, that. Whole, I like that for concept. You. They yep. have a challenge going on right now um, okay. that's free for seven days. Uh, it's like a work-life balance one, which we could all use a little help in probably. And then very often after these challenges, that's when they give you those deals. So if you like it, that might be a, a good in for you. <laughs> that's it. I'll, I'll keep my eye on for that. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. So in another life, I was um, talking about wellness and meditation. I was a trainer and uh, some of my um, demographic were law enforcement and first responders. And so they talked about um, leaving a scene, a traumatic scene, and then being in the car on the way to the next traumatic scene, how to process that, not even having time to process that. Uh, So so one of the things I learned um, personally uh, dealing with meditation was um, I, I took yoga at a place that I worked for about a year. And one of the things that I took away from that, aside from the, uh, physical aspect of physical yoga was the breathing and so had a really good yogi and at the at the end of every session he said uh you know let's work on the breathing and the meditations right and so the breathing just has such a huge impact again talk about controlling your mind and your body so you can regulate your blood pressure and your pulse through breathing right and so just uh what is it um smell the roses blow out the candles so in through the nose out mm-hmm. through the mouth and mm-hmm. you do that uh eight times ten times and you can do it talking to someone without them knowing you can do it in your car you can do it at your desk it's one of the most invaluable tools that i've had um it's free so that's my favorite and it just works you know just um you feel overwhelmed you want to get back grounded if you feel normal and just want to do a check-in on yourself do the deep breathing breathe in deeply mm-hmm. through your nose blow out through your mouth and just find calm and it's yeah. it's really that easy and it's it's not uh hocus pocus it's uh just physiological um Uh, benefit, you know. Right. Well, I was just going to say that. I mean, we both train on stress management and and you know that when you go in, you know, into a stressful situation, what happens? You go into fight or flight, right? So your heart rate goes up, the blood pressure goes up, you're breathing quickly and shallowly. And so that's awesome in the moment of facing a danger, right? Like those those law enforcement folks were were doing. But then once we're done with that, we got to bring ourselves down. And and that doesn't happen naturally. The, you know, relaxation reflex is something we need to work on and i agree with you those deep breathing exercises they make a huge difference and literally it could be take 30 seconds and just take a few of those breaths that you were describing and you feel that difference 
That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I do it whenever I think about it. Um, I do it intentionally, of course, throughout yeah. the day. But sometimes I'll just go, hey, I hadn't breathed in a while. And I'll just do it. If I'm having a conversation, if I'm in a meeting, like yep. you said, it's 30 seconds and the impact is immediate. Um, and you just feel yeah. better in a better headspace. So. Absolutely. Well, and, and so kind of hand in hand with meditation is mindfulness exercises, because mm. that's the other thing is, you know, when, when we're dealing with some sort of challenges, when we're, you know, feeling negative or bad about something, um, you know, we tend to either stay in the past or in the future, right? It's like, oh, should have done that, could have done that. Why didn't this happen this way? Or, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next tomorrow, next week, next month, right? It's it's projecting. Right. And usually it's that worst case scenario. And so rarely are we just kind of right here, right now. And, and mindfulness exercises are basically that. It keeps you anchored in the present. Um, mm. So, you know, anything that uses your five senses, there's a, an, an exercise. I don't even know if it's got a name or what the name of it is. I call it the five, four, three, two, one um, exercise, um, where basically if you're feeling really anxious about something and you want to calm yourself down a little bit, you know, look at five things. So see five things, touch four things, hear three things, smell two things, taste one thing. And, you know, in those couple of minutes that you do something like that, you are fully grounded in the moment and, and focusing on the moment and not worried about, you know, what's going to happen here or there. You want to talk about, you know, increasing your positivity, you know, you taste something good, you smell something good, you touch something nice, you know, anything like that makes a really, really big difference. It's it. And so I use that with some of my grief people in groups oh. and it's, it's amazing. It's just, you know, their minds are on, whatever trauma they experience uh, as a collective. And we do the five, four, three, two, one. That's what I'm going to start calling it now. Thanks, Chris. I, I so, don't know if that's the name, but yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, our, that's our name for it now. And so, and then it does just that, you know, they talk about just not being able to concentrate, um, being uh, overwhelmed. And then we do the five, four, three, two, one, and you're and we're all in the same room together then again, mentally. Right, you know? right. And yeah. so, yeah, so. Well, you know, that's where we, you know, we started this part of the, our conversation around positive thinking and, and just goes to show that we really, really can refocus our brains, you know, rewire those brains, you know, just because my mind tends to do this doesn't mean it, I'm going to let it do it. You know, I want to be the one in charge, not, not it's taking me somewhere. I'm going to take it where I want to take it. So right. another thing that I, it just reminded me as we were talking about um, mindfulness is savoring, you know, again, there's been lots mm. of, of research in the field of positive psychology on savoring. Yes. Um, and we don't do that. You know, we, we tend to be rush, rush, rush. You know, we're multitasking all the time. You know, so what we're doing is dividing our attention and not really in the moment enjoying something. That's right. And I think currently, again, speaking of trends, uh, social media, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a fan of social media for all the positive things that it does. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the negatives, though, is that it encourages uh, not savoring the moment. So we take these trips, we go to these restaurants, we spend time with our family. And a lot of time uh, we spend on showing other people that stuff instead of being present and enjoying the moment, creating memories. Yes. Right? Um, and so for another one, um, I always relate savoring to food because I like to eat. Okay. I like to eat. Me too. That's right. And so, um, you know, I, I cook fairly well. And so, you know, I, I go, I pick out a, a cut of meat. Um, I get the meat, I prepare it. I, I um, season it exactly how I think it should be. You know, it's my creation. Right. And so I, I skillet, uh, I sear it and I sear it and I cook it and I serve it. And then the first thing my wife does is 
pour some sauce on it, ranch or, or no! sauce. <laughs> right, right. And I get it. And I get personal <laughs> preference. But I, I'm always like, you know, taste it. See if you like it so you can adjust it, adjust the moment to your liking um, and not out of habit, you know, run to your phone to take pictures to prove it to Instagram and Facebook that you do it. So that's the equation, you know, and you may find that you actually like being in the moment. You may find that you like the steak that I cooked, you know, and um, if not, no worries, you know, but um, savoring is huge. It helps you stay present. And again, you get those memories, uh, yeah. you know, of, of, the, of the moment that you're in. Oh, you, you got me hungry now, first of all, right here. But, uh, but, but no, I mean, you could totally see where, where that's a great example of how we don't savor. You know, we pour the, right. the salt or the, the gravy or whatever on top of something before we even taste it. That's right. um, oh, you yeah. know, we're sitting there watching a movie and, you know, the popcorn is just literally going down our throats and we're not even, you know, you may, you may taste that first taste and it's like, oh, buttery, this is good. You know, and then right. it's like we don't even remember eating it. That's right. and, and so, yeah, stepping back and, and really taking time to enjoy those things you know that brightens up your mood i mean it really does make a difference yeah i, I always laugh you know um how well I, i'm a candy addict um mm. you know so halloween is definitely not a good holiday for me because right. you know I, i'm you know i'm the one that's there the day after halloween getting the 50 percent off candy because right. you know i just have <laughs> right. my candy all the time but like when i when i would do certain classes especially some of the relaxation um classes that we do when i was doing them on site I would do a little exercise like this where I would um, bring in candy for the group, which, of course, they loved. So usually I would bring in Jolly Ranchers. You know those? Yes, I love them. I Sour know. Apple, the, cherry, the, yep. Yes, right? Yeah. I mean, they're awesome because they're yep. so tasty. Right. Um, and Andy's Candies, those green mints. Those are another mm. one of my favorites. So I, you know, I wanted to, you know, have something for everybody. If you don't like chocolate, you could do the hard candy or vice versa. But I would do like a five-minute exercise from the moment I showed them the bags of candy to when they actually could eat it. We would literally like go, okay, now, you know, pass it around. Now sit there and look at it. Now touch the wrapper. Now unwrap it. Listen to the wrapper. Um, take a, a whiff of it, right? Because both of those, like you said, the, you know, the, the Jolly Ranchers, you know, so potent in terms right. of smell. Right. Similarly, the Andes candies, right? Because it's, sure. the, mint it's and, the mint and chocolate. That's right. And so we do this whole thing and like everybody would always say, oh my gosh, I've never taken this long to eat a piece of candy. And I was like, but wasn't it nice? You know, it would be like going to a, a, a wine tasting and somebody mm. handing you a bottle and going, yeah, chug, you know, or something. You That's don't right. do that, right? It's a whole event. It's an event. Yeah. And, yeah. and when, when we slow down and we actually do that in our daily lives, you know, that's when we really can increase our positivity so much because there's so many things that we're tasting, touching, smelling, feeling, you know, doing all of these things that we don't even pay attention to. And so, you know, when we take that time to savor and, and step back, we really, really do recognize those. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh. Now I'm really hungry. I want candy. Really? I want, I want steak. Candy. All, all of that. All of that. That's right. I want to shift gears a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about role models because mm. I don't know about you, but I um I love role models because I, I, I love learning about people. I love hearing their stories. Um, so if, if I admire somebody for some reason or another, I really, um, you know, I want to know, like, how do they do that? How did they right. figure this out? So when it comes to positivity, you got any role models? I do. Um, several family members are role models. Just positive people um, in general and just uh, resilient and uh, perseverance and just um, 
overall happy, you know? Um, You know, we like, I think that I, I, I took that trade ons where, you know, I see a large task and I'm, I'm happy to be in it because I, I see the goal at the end is going to get accomplished. So have that hope, you know, yep. and of course there's bumps in along the way. And every day I'm not picking daisies, you know, some days I'm like, whoo, this is a task, but Absolutely. you know, I'm, I'm glad to be in the task and I'm sure that task is going to benefit me. And that's why I undertook it in the beginning in the first place. And I always right. come back to that gratefulness place. Try to anyway. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We'll talk about gr- uh, gratitude in just a minute. Cause that's another one of those biggies when it comes to, um, uh, you know, handling life positively. I, I would echo you. I, uh, my mom was, was, you know, the role model for me. She's somebody like, you know, if I start telling you her history, we'll be here an hour just doing that. But, right. but she had a lot of crappy things that happened over the course of her life. And, and, you know, things where a lot of people would have said, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And, and she was always, always, you know, resilient, as you said, you know, with, with your family members, um, and always tried to be happy, you know, even mm. despite major losses and, and stuff like that, like she, you know, she didn't let that take over, like she always tried to look to the next moment, you know, and, right. and, and, and savored those moments, you know, like then really, really enjoyed those moments that where, where happiness was there, because she knew, you know, then I'm going to go back into my own head, and I'm going to be unhappy for a while, because I'm thinking about um, right. certain things. So, so I think that that's, that's helpful. Um, you know, I, I, I get, I love reading about people and, and, you know, their own resilience and, and positivity. And, and, you know, one of my heroes is, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, <laughs> Loved her. Oh Love my gosh. Her. That's right. I was just thinking about the notorious RBG. Oh, That's great. Love yeah. every image. Love her stories. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, talk about, you know, just she was so positive from a career standpoint at a time where women weren't doing that. You know, they weren't going right. to Harvard Law School. Um, they weren't getting jobs in, in law. In fact, she couldn't either, you know, and wound up being a professor for a while before she, you know, everything took off for her. But um was a, a very married, very young, right after college, a very young mother while she was in law school and her husband, I believe, you know, had cancer at the time. So she was kind of taking care of him and, and his law, you know, he, she'd go to school for him and for her and teach him the stuff that they, you know, did and take care of the kids and this and that, and, and, you know, just kind of did it positively and happily and, and, you know, oh, just, I love her. <laughs> me, too, me too. And then uh, to go back, um, I'm sure during those phases where she's qualified at this point, but still can't get a job simply because of her gender. I'm sure that wasn't pleasant. And it was absolutely it would have been very easy to gripe and say, you know, the system is holding me back, even though I'm qualified. And I'm sure I'm smarter than most of the people that are practicing yep. currently. But I'm sure even if she said that someday, she had her eye on the hope at the end of the tunnel. And that was the tunnel that led her to her path as a, uh, as a justice. You yeah. know, she knew that, you know, if I stay, I persevere, um, it's going to get better. Maybe yeah. not today, but soon it will. And it did. And she ended up in the highest court in the land, uh, an absolute American icon, yep. um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and, um, and a legend. And because yeah. of because of her perseverance, which I'm sure was connected to positivity and, and resilience. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's so many of those, again, whether it's in our own families, our friend circle, uh, or, you know, in, in, in the larger world where we, we read about people or, or, you know, study them a little bit. Um, those are always helpful, you know, just to see how are other people doing it? How are they getting through certain things and, and maintaining that positivity? And right. where do I get some, right? I want right. that too. I want right. it too. So, well, so one of the things you mentioned just a minute ago, Raheem, and, and you know, I want to spend a little time here because I think this is a really important one is gratitude. Um, again, you know, lots of research has been done in this area of gratitude because, you know, think about it. On any given day, you probably have 50 or 100 things that go right for you. You have one or two that go wrong. What are you thinking about all day? The 50 or 100 that went right or the one or two that went wrong? Absolutely. The one or two that went wrong. Yeah. You're not losing yeah. sleep over the 50 that went right. right? No, 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 definitely so not. What, so what's going on there? Like our minds just go to that negative place, right? I, I'm is. ignoring those 50 or 100 things that went well and fixated on that one or two things. And that's why um, gratitude exercises, and there's a number, we'll, we'll talk about a few in, in just a minute, that can really shift that thinking. So back to what we were talking about earlier about how I can rewire my brain. Um, and by simply practicing gratitude on a regular basis, it can shift the way I look at stuff. You can. That's exactly it. Um, our brains, left to their own devices, are designed to organize information quickly and rapidly, not always um, correct or accurate and and it's designed to protect us, right? And so from that, we get things like PTSD. So our brain is like, we've been through a traumatic experience, our brain tries to file it and to forget about this for a while section, then it just comes out one day. Um, and, and and so that's, that's that part. And so a way that we can interact with our brain and seek to control our thoughts is to literally control our thoughts, right? And so we think about, you know, my first thought uh, negative thought is, you know, I've got a long day this morning. I'm getting out of the bed. And my first thought is I've got a long day today, you know, starting at pre five, it's still dark. And yep. I could have rolled with that because it's true. My day is yep. long. I'm going to be yep. tired at the end of it and yep. nobody would disagree. Right. But then I say, well, you know, I can choose to think that, or I can be like, I'm really grateful that I've got these opportunities before me today. And most of them I wanted, you know, most of these things, you know, I wanted a kid, I wanted to train. I wanted my job. I wanted interactions with people. I wanted to make my community better. And so I can complain about these things, but it's literally the things that I asked for, you right, know, right. and they're here now, you know, and so I can embrace it and say, you know what, I'm going to go into each and every meeting, each and every uh, conversation, every person I meet today, I'm going to give my best and I want to be thankful for that opportunity. Yep. And so I did that and I really just felt great. You know, I had a cup of coffee, got a big cup of water and let's bring it on. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you know, you brought up a really good point that, you know, yeah, so you wake up and it's like, oh, it's going to be a long day or a long week, right? And yeah. and and we, if you stay there, it almost can become that self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Yes. Because, you know, as you're going about your day-to-day -day activities, like, that, that mindset is like, oh, I got to make another call. Oh, I've got to get on another this, you That's know, and, and, you know, when we approach things that way, yeah, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be extremely unpleasant and negative and, and all of that. But, but, uh, you know, I love the spin that you put on, on these. I chose these things. I, you know, my kids and my work and my this and my that. Right. And, and I'm really lucky that I'm here to, to have that. That's truly practicing gratitude. Which Definitely. Is awesome. And I think, I think the, the former, if we wake up and go with that negative, 
thought, then we're just finding ourselves just getting through the day. You know, yeah. if I could just get through this meeting, then I get to that meeting now, whoo, it's lunchtime. This is my happy place. And that's back to work where I'm trying yes. to get through the next meeting. And, yep. and that's not really living. And that's, no. you know, that's, it sounds miserable, you know? And yeah. yeah. And that's not living. I think the perspective we take impacts how we feel about our life and you know and it starts in a thought which ends in a day which ends in a week which ends in 10 years from now you know how i feel about the last 10 years of my life working and parenting and working with great people like chris and so i hope that in 10 years i'm really energized by the way that i've lived my last 10 years not not drawing down because of it you know absolutely well i mean so so that that brings in a lot of what we talked about already right just being present being mindful savoring all of those things and you know that recognition just that gratitude that that i have that opportunity i i was laughing my my neighbor and i um walk all the time together you know we walk our dogs and um she is the most lovely wonderful person on the planet she is a principal of an element school has been for like 20 some odd years and stuff so you know patience and and just funny and so they her husband started a project um, where they're redoing their bathroom their master bathroom and you know what sounded like it was just going to take a few weeks has you know is turning into weeks and months and you know now she's thinking like it's going to be she keeps doing the holiday thing like hopefully it'll be done by halloween then thanksgiving then christmas then new year's now she's up to valentine's day and then she's like she'll stop herself and 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 she goes i have to go to the other bathroom you know at six o'clock in the morning 5 30 in the morning to get ready and stuff and then she'll stop herself and go like that's the worst thing in the world that could happen, right? You right. know, I have to take fifteen right. more steps to the other bathroom and stuff. That's but funny. It, but it's perspective, right? I mean, it's one of those things that that you know sometimes we lose perspective and and we get caught up in that. Oh, this is so inconvenient. This is whatever. So. Our, our toilet just went down here on my first floor of my home the other day, and it's taking a little longer to fix, so I have to run upstairs. And the other day, I found myself doing the same thing. By the time I get up there, I'm like, oh, this is so inconvenient. That's and right. then I stopped myself, and I said, people used to have outhouses. You know, right. you had to walk up 15 stairs. Come on. <laughs> That's know? right. That's right. So we have to like sometimes put that in perspective and by by practicing gratitude on a regular basis, it really helps us to do that. I have a little thing that I do every pretty much every night. I'm, I, be, I go between meditating and doing this thing or a combination of these these two things when I'm going to sleep. But I, you know, ready to go to sleep, eyes closed, lights out. I do a laundry list in my head of everything that went right for me today. From the moment I get, got up, including the fact that I got up this morning, right, in the midst right. of a pandemic. Right. And, and, and it's not like, oh, something, you know, I got a promotion today or something. It doesn't have to be these huge things. It's, I had the best cup of coffee this morning. You know, my kid was home from college this weekend and she, you know, was here this morning and just gave me the biggest hug when she left. And, you know, on and I had a great meeting with Raheem and, you know, any right. of these little things that, that add up. And when we can take stock of all of that stuff, it does, you flood yourself with all the good things, those 50 or 100 that went right rather than the one or two that went wrong. I go to sleep like a baby. You know, I don't always stay that way all night, but but I definitely fall asleep. And I I totally, totally believe it's because of that exercise, because that's all I'm thinking about as I'm falling asleep is all of these great things that I'm grateful for. Um, and, and, you know, I can drift off. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, recently, I started, um, people say, how are you doing? I said, um, I'm, I'm doing well. I have no complaints. And if I did, they're not currently valid. You know, <laughs> and so that's a long <laughs> response. And I, I, just, I was thinking about it. Um, I think I was listening to Dave Ramsey or something. You know, he does this show and they, people say, hey, how you doing? He says, I'm better than I deserve. Right. And so yeah. and yeah. I said, I like, I've always liked that for years. And I said, you know what, I'm going to incorporate some gratefulness into my conversation with people. Yep. And so for the past month or so, I do that, you know, people and uh, overwhelmingly people say, you know, that's pretty profound. You know, they say, that's great that you look at it like that. And that doesn't mean that I don't have any problems. I promise I do. Right. Yeah. It yep. just means that, you know, like with your bathroom situation in the scope of the world's problems and the scope of even my family's problems, yep. you know, uh, same here, we got to get our bathroom floor down on the first level redone. And that, that's a big deal. That's a problem. It's money. It's an inconvenience. Yep. And I could definitely, again, I could gripe and most people would agree, but in the scope of things, you know, I'm, I'm doing well. Everything is okay. Yep. And that'll be yep. over soon. And nobody would have lost their life because they had to go upstairs to use the bathroom. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And well, so, yeah. And, you know, and, and here in the U.S., obviously, we have a holiday coming up, Thanksgiving, which is the yes. day where everybody, you know, comes together and is thankful for things. But we shouldn't just be doing it one day a year. You That's know, right. we should be doing it every single day. And and so these gratitude exercises, whether you do a laundry list like I do, or, um, you know, think of three things each day that you're grateful for and why, you know, what, what's the meaning behind it? Um, you know, some people like to do, I actually did this. I didn't stick to it, which was too bad. Um, I, I did a, a New Year's jar where I would, you know, have little stickies and I would write something that I was grateful for every day and put the little note into the jar and at the the idea is on new year's eve you go through all of those things to remember all the things you're grateful for for the year um i mean i still did it but i didn't have 365 pieces of paper i i kind of you know didn't didn't do it every single day i did it mentally but i didn't write it down and, and didn't right. have it in the jar but if you're good like that um you know that's a great one i mean even something like just thanking people for little things you know it, it, the server in the restaurant the clerk at the grocery store you know just showing gratitude for something that somebody's done for us um not only boosts them right i mean anytime you know you, you thank somebody like that you could just tell you know their chest pumps up and you know they're they're all excited about that but it, you know selfishly it makes you feel great too because you know you did something nice for somebody else so i've worked with um a few ceos and just some successful people in life by that that metric you know by by money and uh, position or whatever and so they said that in terms of character and I guess uh, I don't want to say judging people, but assessing people in their character. It said the way that they treat wait staff, janitorial staff is yep. the number one indicator of how they probably most likely are as a person. Yep. Right. And so they take them out for lunch for an interview and the way that they treat that server tells them how they're probably going to treat their employees. It tells them when they're not around, how they're going to treat other people, you know, yeah. and it, it, it's, it's a big spectrum. It's, it's, it's uh, ignoring, it's pandering all the way to being very kind, all the way to being very mean, of course. So there's a large spectrum, but it, it's so important just to pe treat people nicely. And especially yeah. in these times that we're in, we don't know what, who's going through what, you know, who's hanging on by a thread and, and just a hello. Um, I, I tell my daughter, you know, just speaking to someone, asking genuinely how they're doing, yep. uh, being present for the 30 seconds it'll take to have a conversation with a stranger yep. uh, can mean the world to somebody. And oftentimes oh. we benefit, like you said, we end up benefiting from the conversation because we make that connection, that human connection, which is lacking uh, presently. Okay. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, everything we've talked about so far, I mean, a lot has to do with, with our mindset and, and changing that mindset, taking control of it rather than just letting it, you know, take us. We have about 15 minutes left, Rahim, and, and I figured maybe the, these last 15 minutes, we can just talk about lots of these little things that we can, I mean, that we've already done this, but little things that we can do each and every day um, that, that can help us, you know, and, and, right. and boost that, that positivity. And so, the first one would be trying new things. You know, we are oh, yeah. these these uh, um, creatures of habit, and and you know we we like our comfort zone and we stay there. But but you know, unless we're we're trying new things and experiencing new things, um, you know, it doesn't do that much for us in terms of that positivity. Have you done anything in in the oh, recent past? Oh yeah, so I've done a thing and I've got a thing planned. So okay. Uh, recently, maybe two weeks ago, uh, my wife and I, we went, uh, we had a date night and we went to, um, it's like, a, you know, the painting things that go on, the painting sips where you paint art. But this one had a, uh, a different uh, approach. And so we were able to pick a piece of pottery and, and paint it. And it was my f- first time doing that as an adult, I think. And it was pretty fun. And so I really enjoy, you know, we got time to talk a little bit, um, just spend time with each other and, and bond, which is always great. But what I really liked was it was super peaceful and relaxing. Just, uh, you know, just got the paintbrushes out and painted this, uh, is this a cookie jar that it looks like Santa? So it wasn't anything like uh, expensive or cool. Oh, it was right. cool. But anyway, so we did that. And just finding that 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 peaceful, peaceful time was amazing. Um, uh, the thing that I have planned is I'm going to jump out of a perfectly good airplane coming up. Oh, soon. my gosh. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how soon. So I, I signed up for it in July. My cousin, she's a woman. She did it. And I said, hey, that sounds like fun. She said, come with. And I plan to, but uh, there's a weight requirement. And the pandemic has not been kind to my belly. So, <laughs> so I, wasn't, I wasn't able to go. So I rescheduled and I'm working on uh, being uh, – uh, eligible and I'm, I'm pretty close. And so I'll probably do it uh, in the spring of um, 2022 and I'm looking forward to it. And so that's, that's extreme. Uh, even for me, I, I, I right. do like a good time. I, I was going like, to say, I, I, I'm know. more the uh, pottery painting that's, type than, than the jump out of an airplane type. That's funny. <laughs> but that's so. awesome. But, you know, again, talk about increasing that positivity, whether, you know, I love how you described that that evening with your wife, because, you know, not only was it a date night, you got to spend time with somebody you loved quietly without children around and, and all of that, which is so important because, you know, to increase our positivity, it, it is all about the people in our lives, right? And the connections that we have, the support that we have. Um, but again, very often we're so busy and we're multitasking, you know, we're talking to our spouse or partner or our kids and we're checking emails and we're doing three other things. And, you know, it's not quality time. It may be a little bit of quantity, but, you know, it's kind of useless in the long run. That's not what gives us that same joy and and pleasure. And so, you know, that kind of time that you spent together is so nice, but you also um, were engaged in an activity. And we know that, you know, when people do things, you know, either a new activity they've never tried or a hobby that you love, you know, somebody who plays a musical instrument or somebody who um, gardens or, or whatever, you know, that just brings such joy to people and that increases that positivity. So you kind of did all of that in one, which is awesome. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the airplane thing, I don't know, other than like, you know, screaming and, and panic i'm not sure about that one but but i'm glad you're doing it that's awesome that's right that's right you can come if you want let me know i'll send you an invite 
Yeah, I won't be there. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll go paint pottery with you. That'll be okay. But yeah, do you, you can do that airplane thing yourself. <laughs> well, so we're laughing, but but you know, humor and laughter is another really important thing. And oh, yeah. and you know, very very often too, I, I ask this in a lot of my stress management seminars. Um, you know, especially in these last nineteen months, I ask people, you know, do you make it a point to laugh every single day? Um, and I get a lot of people who go no like what would i be laughing at you know i'm very busy everything stinks in life and you know whatever and they're not you know incorporating just any humor or laughter into their lives we know that laughter truly is good medicine right laughter therapy is a very real thing i don't know if you remember the movie um patch adams from many many years ago i'm Mm -hmm. aging myself here um robin williams played this physician um who would come in with like you know the clown nose and the big shoes and all of that and and patch adams is a real guy you know he he's a physician or retired now because he's i guess he's in his 80s or something now but i was just reading about him in fact um but but he was a physician who really believed that you know that kind of humor and laughter and 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 research supported this really helps people to heal and and he utilized that so he had his medical training but he also used this you know wonderful thing that we all have access to um to to heal people and you know there's no lack of humor like you know, you have a phone, right? And and That's so, great. you know, go on YouTube, put on a funny movie, a show, anything. Um, and, and, you know, the humor and the laughter is there. But very often, again, we get so caught up in the moment of, you know, this is hard or this isn't fair or whatever. Um, and, you know, you want to lift yourself up, you know, go laugh for five or 10 minutes, right? That's, That's right. That's right. It's the trend. Again, talking about trends, it's trendy to be just busy and to be multitasking yes. and to be, yes. to be t- tired and and stru- the the quote unquote the struggle is is trendy right yep. um and 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 that is the the pursuit of money and things right and people call it the struggle or the grind or whatever and it's very trendy to say you know I'm so tired I worked 20 hours and I got off work and did this take time for yourself because that that thing that that's not going to get you to a good place you know yeah. you've got to take time to laugh and just you know belly laugh um call a friend and just talk about nonsense sometimes you yeah. know yeah yeah you know, and, and it's okay um nobody's going to judge you for not being serious 24 7 it, it's almost impossible to be and you shouldn't be um right. Right. and some i've heard some people say sometimes you laugh to keep from crying right that's a you know um true. It, it, it's good to run the gamut of emotions um yep, yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that makes a difference. Prior to the pandemic, um, I was on the road a lot, you know, as you probably were too, you know, doing seminars and stuff like that. We would be on site at, at, at folks. So, you know, you're kind of keeping yourself busy, you know, so I would listen to funny stuff on the radio, on, on XM radio and stuff. And, and and I just became very mindful, very aware of my environment. So I like would notice people's bumper stickers and, and you know, billboards and stuff like that. And I'll never forget, I live in New Jersey and uh, I was driving on the New Jersey Turnpike. And there's this giant billboard that said, can't pee, call and a number. And underneath, it was a urological group. And I just let out the loudest laugh in the car. And I thought, how clever is that? Like, if you just put 
see doctor so-and-so if you're having urological problems like who cares right that's right who didn't drive by that thing and went oh my gosh that was hysterical and if you're happen to be having urological problems you're probably going to call this guy you know right that's right It, it was just really funny but again lots of times we're just so caught up in in our own thoughts and things that that we're we're missing all of this fun stuff that's around us you know where you had uh, talked about social media before Raheem and and you know right uh, social media really is that that double-edged sword you know like there's so much positive that that comes out of it people sharing great information people supporting each other especially during difficult times and wishing each other well on holidays and birthdays and all of that but there's also that that flip side of you know people arguing with each other mm. and the opinions and, and all of that. And, and so, you know, I'm on social media too. And, and, you know, like you said, I, I kind of like it for the right reasons. Right. Um, and when I see the negative reasons, I shut it down. You know, I unplug. It's like, you know what? I don't need to hear these two people arguing politics or whatever. That's not fun for me. Right. Um, right. But, but, you know, again, if, if you're on social media, that's one of those things like if, if, you know, block people if you don't like the kinds of things that they're saying. If you know, you don't need the Debbie Downers in your life, right? You know, right. It, I mean, sometimes it they're in there, right? Because it's our spouse or our kid or our you That's know right. whatever. Yep. Um, yep. But but beyond that, you know, we don't need that. And and so be choosy about who you spend time with. Um, you know, look for those people who are positive, who are encouraging. Um, you know, whether it's on social media or, or you know, in, in our face-to-face relationships. But but that makes a difference, too. The company we keep, um, you know, makes a really big difference in terms of our own moods and, and all of that. Like we said earlier, how it, it is contagious. And, and right. I could be in a great mood. And, you know, if you're telling me how horrible Monday is, you know, I'd be like, oh, you're right. You know, and, and I hate Mondays, too. And, or That's the other right. way around. I could be dragging and you might say, Chris, come on. You got all this great stuff going on. I'd go, oh, yeah, I think you're right. That's so, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's a um, saying it's uh, I can do bad by myself. Right. And the, the gist of that is, you know, it's basically a measure of the value that you bring to a relationship. You know, and it's not about money necessarily. I think it's, you know, that emotional component, you know, because we talked about how our minds are already kind of preset to um, bring out those worst case scenarios. And that's for uh, evolution. That's how we've made it this far. Right. And so. Mm-hmm. I can be pretty negative towards myself. I 100% don't need an external speaker yep. bringing up those negative things because that's not going to be helpful or it's not going to get me anywhere I want to be. Right. And so people have bad days and I'm not one to abandon people. But if that's a continuing habit, then we've definitely got to reevaluate the time that we spend together. Right. Um, right. So and that's that's a boundary that I've placed on my life. And so I would encourage other people, like you're saying, Chris, to do the same and, and just value your space, your time, value your mind, yeah. you know, because it won't do a ton of good if you start working on mindfulness, you start working on living positively, but you allow people to come into your space and just dump, just yeah. dump trash all the time, yeah. you know? And it's, and then I, I've asked people, are you always angry? Or <laughs> because <laughs> the, the past 10 conversations, you've not said, one thing happy, you know, what yeah. can I do to help you have a better perspective? You know, right. let's, let's right. just smile ridiculously at each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I mean, you're a clinician, so you're dealing with that kind of stuff every single day. I'm more on mm. the training end, you know, so, so I'm, 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 
doing the proactive thing, not, not you know, kind of helping people right. pull it all together, at, you know, if, if there's an mm. issue. My daughter's actually in grad school for a, a, a mental health counseling program right now. So we've started, you know, talking about, you know, some of these things. But but it's true, you know, sometimes, you know, somebody can help you. Mm. Um, you know, maybe it's a friend or a family member that, that can talk you through certain situations. Um, but sometimes it is a professional. It's a therapist. It's a counselor. It's somebody who obviously cares about you and wants you to, to be doing better, um, but but can can you know step away from it, whatever it is that's that's bothering you. They're they're one one step removed from that, and yes. what they can do is you know keep sort of that rational you know asking the right questions, leading you to a place to to help you look at it from that different perspective. Because again, you know we get caught up in in a lot of those negative negative emotions, and and you know you, you just can't let them take over. That's that's, that's right. really it. That's right. All right, we got about three minutes left. What else? The big dump here. Any other best practices? Anything yes. else that, that you so, would suggest? One of my favorites. So I was looking in this book on how to be successful, right? Because that's I like that, and I'm thinking the number one thing is going to be like invest in the uh, invest in stocks or something. Number one thing uh, on a lot of different people's lists is making your bed in the morning. Uh, I do. One, I do. That's, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not that consistent. But if I don't do it, though. You know, I, I feel bad about it. And on days that I work from home, I'll, you know, I'll get out of a meeting and go upstairs and make my bed. And um, yeah. even though it's late, um, the, the rationale is that first thing in the morning, regardless of how you feel, you get out of bed and you make your bed. And that's one thing you can check off. And it starts the process of associating completing tasks and feeling good. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it helps you uh, get motivated for the day. And it's just a great habit to be in. And then we all pretty much know there's nothing like getting into a made bed. It's it's amazing. Absolutely. Well, and since you're talking about the morning and making mm -hmm. our beds and feeling accomplished in the morning, I don't know about you, but but I have a morning routine and and I try to set my my day up uh, to be positive, to be successful. And and so I like to be the first one up in my house. Now it's just my husband and I because my youngest went off to college. Um, but but when even when my kids were younger, I would always get up at least thirty minutes before everybody else. I wanted my cup of coffee. I wanted it quiet. I would put on dim lights. I would put on the TV, but I would put on the music channels, you know, like a pie where you have the music channels. There's one that I, on my cable TV called Soundscapes, mm. um, where it's, you know, it's just like, you know, instrumental music, just really right. nice and calm. And the other thing that they do is they actually flash inspirational quotes, um, you know, for like 30 seconds and then the next one and then the next one. So that's how I spend the first 20 to 30 minutes of my day almost every day. Um, I sit there with my coffee, enjoying that, savoring it, listening to this nice sound. So a lot of mindfulness going on. Um, right. But those inspirational inspirational, you know, quotes are definitely ones. I have a little notebook where from next to where I sit. And sometimes I, you know, jot something down if it jumps out at me or take a picture of it with, you know, on my phone. Um, because like, okay, this could set, you know, the intention for the day. You had mentioned intentions before, um, you know, using positive affirmations to start the day. Any things like that can really make a difference too, in terms of increasing that positivity. Definitely. And that's amazing, Chris. So I actually do the opposite. I am the last one to go to sleep in my house most nights, unless I'm just beat beat for all wear. And then, but normally I'm the last one to go to sleep. And I usually spend that time just reevaluating the day, my relationship with the people I'm, I live with to make sure that I took every opportunity to spend time and it was quality time. Uh, areas that I messed up in, maybe, you know, uh, my daughter is five and 
I I thought my patience was on a master's level, but it's not. Right, <laughs> right. It's not. So, and, and at the end of the day, when I reevaluate my day and our interactions, you know, sometimes I'll say, you know what, I should have approached this this way. And then the next morning, I know that I can approach her and say, hey, you know what, let's look at it this way. Let's reevaluate what we talked about yesterday. And I apologize if it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and just make sure that, that that's always happening. And, and I, I, I'm grateful for the good things that went well, the things that didn't. What can I do to make it different if I can't do anything? Let it go, you know, yep. and yep. and that's how I spend my evenings. Um, fortunately, my wife and my daughter go to bed fairly early, so I'm. Okay. Yep. So. So you yeah. got your time at the end of the day. I got it in the beginning. That's right. Awesome. That's awesome. Right. We have got about thirty seconds left. Any last words, pearls of wisdom from you, Raheem? Start with a single uh, thought. Um, the next time you feel like you're thinking negatively, just go back and say, well, that is true. Mondays are rough because the weekend is so pleasant, but I am glad to be awake. I'm glad to be alive. I'm glad that every opportunity I have today for a challenge, I'm here for. And I feel like accepting that challenge, you know, and it's a small thought, it's a small thing, um, but it's a way of changing your lifestyle. You know, Absolutely. Absolutely. I love the Gandhi quote, be the change you want to see in the world. And I think when it comes to positivity, that's always a really good thing. You know, can't just kind of, you know, blame it on other people or whatever. You know, I'm doing this for me and then for everybody around me. And I'm going to do, you know, put my best efforts in to do that. All right. Well, I think that's it for us today. Again, my name is Chris Walchuk. It's been a pleasure being with you. And um, I hope we get to talk again. Hey, and I'm Raheem Skinner, and it's been an absolute pleasure um, working with Chris and talking to you all. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. And remember to be positive. Positive.